So we're doing another Voice of Thunder today, and I actually got a call from a pastor friend, and he listened to the first podcast on being an evangelist, and he gave me three things from a pastor's perspective that he said were really helpful for an evangelist. So today we're doing, this is the second episode of, in a series on being an evangelist, being a traveling preacher. And, and, and this is his perspective for young evangelists, a pastor's perspective. I so appreciate his phone call. And I, I'm going to take what he told me. I want to add a little bit to it. And I hope it's going to help you. So three things. Number one, first impressions. Number two, value their time. Number three, visit out. Three things. First impressions. He said, you know what? Number one, First impressions matter. He told the story of a young man who showed up at his church, showed up, preached, wasn't the best sermon. He really did act like he put a lot of work into it. The evangelist wife, again, this is a full-time evangelist, didn't give his best sermon. Evangelist wife left halfway through the worship service, went to the bathroom, and stayed there till after till altar call. She was not sick. She acted totally fine when they went out. They asked her if everything was all right. She said everything was all right. She acted like everything was cool. When they went out to eat, right? Whenever they got to the altar time, the evangelist sat on stage, sat on stage and sang back up. And there were plenty of musicians. They had too many musicians and singers already up there. They didn't need him. They needed him in the altar. This is a full-time evangelist. And he said, I will never have him back. If he begged me, I'd never have him back. He said, because he gave a poor first impression. They did not act like they wanted to be there when they talked to people. They, they were poor preaching, poor, and their altar working. His wife acted like she didn't want to be there. Look, when you show up, this is an honor to even be able to come and do what you're doing. First impressions matter if you're on a date and you like you didn't want to be there. You never have another date. First impressions matter. Give the best sermon you can. Look, you're an evangelist. You're not preaching every week. You're, you need to give the best sermon you can. They said Danny Taylor, a friend of mine told me that Danny Taylor, uh, who was over OBI, would put 12 hours into every sermon. I encourage you as a young evangelist, maybe you're only putting three hours, maybe you're only putting six hours, try to put 12 hours into a sermon and see how different that sermon is when you put that amount of work, when you do literally everything and anything you think you should do or can do to make that sermon better, see the difference it will make when you go to preach that next time. Show up with your best sermon and you're in you and the best place you can be. Make sure that, that, that you remember your skill will make room for you. Look, if you give your very best, God will bless you for giving your very best for his kingdom. Work the altar. Get down that altar. Pray for people. Pray people through. Love people. Talk to the pastor. Talk to his wife. Talk to the people in the room. If you have a wife, look, I, I know that insecurities can be difficult, whether it's the husband or the wife. Insecurities can make you pull back. I get that. It's tough, especially if you, if you not did have maybe parents that were more outgoing and gregarious. It can be difficult. But you are commanded by Scripture to love people. Whether or not you're in the ministry is irrelevant. You're commanded to love people and to show that love. If you're not showing that love to people, you're not obeying the Word of God. You're not obeying the Word of God. Show love to people. Love is no good unless it's expressed. Number two, value the people's time that are there. Value the people's time. There are a lot of preachers that I will tell you they would be twice the preacher they are today if they were 15 minutes shorter. A longer sermon does not mean it's a better sermon. I've been in, in, in churches and in, in, in sermons where the pastor and the, or the preacher, man, it, it, he gets to a certain point, I'm feeding, it's blessing my soul, and he keeps preaching. 
And he keeps preaching. We're now at the 30 minute mark. And he's just saying the same thing over and over again. It's gotten repetitive. 10 minutes longer, 15 minutes longer, 20 minutes longer. Finally, we're at an hour mark and he's finally bringing us to the altar. And what he has done is he has robbed the people. He has robbed the people of that altar time. He's robbed that young man for praying through to the Holy Ghost. He's robbed that young lady for praying for deliverance from her anxiety. He's robbed that grandma on the back who could have been healed that night if they had, if he had gave that 15 minutes, that 30 minutes to the altar. God would have had twice the results and twice the fruit if he would have not been so long-winded. Well, Nancy, I, I feel the Lord gave me this. All right, when you say that, do you mean that you're just excited? You know that excitement is not the same thing as anointing, right? Just because you're excited does not mean God wants you to say this. There are heretics out there who preach damnable heresies and they're excited about it. Are they anointed? Yes or no? No, they're not anointed. They're excited about their material. You're excited about what the Lord has gave you. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Take half of that sermon and preach at another time. Put it in your back pocket and preach it somewhere else. You don't have to preach everything at one time. Save that altar. Give it to the needy. Give it to the broken. The third and last thing is visit out. Go out and visit. Visit camp meetings. Visit revivals. Visit services. When you go there, be ready to give a short. Please do not be that guy who has a 10-minute testimony. Three to five minutes max. You are not, when you're visiting there, you are, the spotlight's not on you. You are not the most important person in that room. Short, energetic. If you get up there and you act like you're about to fall over asleep, nobody's going to have you come minister for them. Short, energetic, and memorable. Put an illustration with it, a story, a metaphor, something that will stick the point into their mind and find something that truly you, that you want to give to the people and help the people. You're not trying to bring attention to yourself, but you're trying to love on and help the people that are there. Show up with business cards when you go to preach out that you're ready to give. Give those out to people. When they ask for it, they say, hey man, what's your number? Give your business card and I would encourage you, make sure you get that guy's number. I've had many times I've given my car to somebody, but they forgot to text me right then and there. I said, can I get your number? You, they have your number and your contact on the card, but you get their number. The next thing is slowly leave. When you go to leave that place, slowly leave. Do not, don't be that guy who like bolts to, to the door and is the car going home and complaining because no one talked to him. Slowly leave that place. Work the altar. Work and pray for people in the altar. People will, people will notice when you do that. Slowly, after service ends, go talk to whoever preached. Say, thank you so much. Ask them what they do, where they preach at, where they minister at. Talk to them. Ask them where they're from. Ask them how long they've been in the ministry. Some basic questions and thank them for what they did that night. Thank you for how you ministered to me. This part I really enjoyed of your sermon. Go to the pastor. There's a pastor who's hosting the event. Go to him. I'll encourage you. This is the best thing you can do. Go to that pastor. Let him know. Thank you for hosting this event. It fed my soul. It encouraged me. Hear me. Pastors need to hear that. They put up blood, sweat, and tears. They've got less sleep. They've got, had to put more work in so you could come and be fed at this event. They need to hear that feedback. Thank you. It blessed me. It encouraged my soul. And then ask them some questions. How long have you pastored here? How long have you been in the ministry? What did you do before this? Do, do you, if, if they're older, do you have any kids? How many kids do you have? Just ask some basic questions and I'll, incur, I'll tell you, if you have a good name, a righteous name, you have, you've lived a godly life, you care about people, you show care and concern for him and you thank him for what he's done, nine times out of 10, he's gonna ask you for your card. 
Tell them who you are. Don't lead with, hey, I'm an evangelist. You should come have me. That's, that's, you are not the most important person in the room. You don't need that attitude. If he asks you, you give it. If he doesn't, that's fine. God will open doors for you. Man doesn't control your future. God does. I hope this is encouraging. These are the three things from a pastor's perspective for young ministers. I hope it encourages you. Thank you, brother. You know who you are. Thank you for reaching out to me.